Hello and welcome to Mindset Matters, the podcast where we discuss mindset, self-improvement, how to build real consistency, plus loads more. I'm your host Jack Coots and I'm a mindset and life coach. Thank you so much for joining me for this week's episode. Uh, Today we will be covering everything around goal setting, uh, particularly the science behind setting goals, some simple techniques to help you identify them, and also how to break them down into achievable chunks, which will help you ensure consistency and continued success. Let's get on with the show. So what I'd like to begin with is talking to you about the science of goal setting and really why we should set goals, what actually happens, what benefits do we get from it. So according to research, setting a goal invests ourselves into the target as if it's already happened. What I mean by that is that when you are setting a goal, you visualise it within your mind and your mind doesn't know the difference between reality and fantasy. So what's happening within your mind is it's imagining it as if it's already happened. And as a result, you will get an increase in dopamine, which naturally makes you feel more positive and happier. And you'll also get an energy increase. And when we think of the law of attraction or quantum physics, when you visualize something and you imagine it and you see it there, your mind is thinking it's real. And as a result, you increase your vibrations and your energy, and you're far more likely to see it manifest in its true form within your reality. Setting goals also gives you a roadmap. So if you think of your mind as a navigational system, your brain, what happens when you set a goal is that you are setting a direction for your brain to take you. And if we think about you driving a journey and you want to get from A to B. You might know how to get from A to B, but because you haven't set a direction, it might take you a little bit longer to get there. When you set a direction within a navigational system, it will tell you the quickest possible way for you to get there. And a similar thing happens within your brain. And as Tony Robbins says, setting goals is a first step from turning the invisible into visible. So it's the first step from you taking something that is a dream, it's fantasy, to being a reality. Goals also involve values. It makes you think about what you need to do to achieve it and what values you need to take to get there. And that will all happen subconsciously within your mind as you're imagining the steps to get there. Your brain will automatically as a function, start to pick up on that and create the steps for you. So what's actually happening in your brain when you're setting goals? So the first thing is the part of your brain called the amygdala evaluates the degree of the importance that the goal has to you and will then prioritise it as per the importance it has to you individually. Then, alongside that, the part of your brain that does problem solving, which is your frontal lobe, defines the specifics of what the goal entails. So subconsciously, in your mind, 
you're already picking up on these steps you need to take to get to the goal. You know how important it is, okay, this is a priority, this is number one, this is what we need to do, and these are steps we're going to take to get there. The amygdala and the frontal lobe will work together to keep you focused on and moving towards situations and behaviours that bring you closer to achieving the goal. What your brain will also do is ignore any of the crap you don't need to achieve that goal. So all of those distractions, all those things that take away your focus, all those things that aren't opportunities that could stop you from, from getting to your goal, your brain will automatically start to phase those out to keep you focused solely on the steps you need to take. And whilst this is all happening, whilst you're thinking about your goals consistently and where you want to be, you will change the pathways within your brain, the structures, physical structures, to focus on those goals more and more. And if you listen to last week's episode about positive thinking, it's a very similar, similar process. The neurological pathways within your brain will change accordingly based on the goals you have set. So 90% of studies around goal setting, specific and challenging goals, led to a higher performance, which basically means that if you want to perform at your highest, you should set a challenging or an ambitious goal versus a easy or nice to do goal or do your best goal to get the best performance from yourself. So high achievers tend to set more challenging goals. But goals also have to be personal. If a goal isn't personal to you, your brain will automatically assign it as a lower priority and you won't then pick up on on all the steps you need to take to get there. And when we think about a goal being personal, what we want to do when we're visualising it, when we're setting that goal, is we want to feel the emotion behind it. We want to feel what it's like to be in that situation. Okay, I've brought that house. This is what it feels like when I've brought that house. This is how I'm going to feel. This is the joy, the energy, the excitement. And that way, you trick your mind into believing it's already happened. But also, what you will be getting is it will be getting more personal to you and your brain will assign it a priority according to that feeling. In a recent Harvard Business Study, 83% of the population of the USA do not have goals. 14% have a plan in mind, but no written goals. 3% have goals written down. Now, this is interesting because the 14% who have a goal in mind in mind, are 10 10 times more successful than those who have no goals in mind at all. Even more interesting though, is the 3% who write down their goals are three times more successful than the 14%. So it stands to reason, if you want to be successful in life, you need to set goals And if you want to be really successful at those goals, you need to write them down. So the evidence is is clear to see around why you should be setting goals. 
Um, and I find it quite interesting. Um, with a lot of people I speak to within my within my work, um, a lot of people say they are frustrated because they're not achieving their goals. They're frustrated because they're not seeing that that level of progression, or they feel a lack of motivation after I've set the goal a couple of weeks after. And this is where the tough love comes in for me because actually, my question to you, if you're sat there thinking that, is are you real about your goals? Are you real about them? Really ask yourself, am I real about this goal? And if not, get fucking real about it. Get real about it, feel the emotion of it, and go out and smash it. Until you believe in yourself, until you believe in that goal, you will really struggle to achieve it. So first tip, believe in yourself and get real with your goals. Now, in terms of identifying your goals, there are some simple techniques you can use. And I'm going to talk you through one of the exercises that I absolutely love to do. So what I want you to do is do this exercise with me now. Um, if you are driving, walking, etc., um, please come back to this podcast. Feel free to pause this at any point whilst you do the exercise, um, which you will almost definitely need to do. Um, but let me talk you through it. So what I want you to do is take some key areas of your life and rate them out of 10. So, we're going to take work, finances, relationships, physical health, and mental health or mindset. So, write these areas down, and what I want you to do is rate them out of 10. And then, write down why you've given it that rating. So, for example, if I take work... A 10 out of 10 for work is I love my job, it fulfills me, I'm fulfilling my purpose every single day, it gives me an abundance of money and joy and love and satisfaction, I get out of bed every morning and I love it, Um, or one, I don't have a job, I have no prospects of getting a job. So rate yourself out of 10, and what I then want you to do is then write down why you've rated yourself that score. So be quite clear, spend a bit of time thinking about it, but write that down why. I want you to see that on each of those areas, so work, finances, relationships, physical health, and mental health. From there, what I want you to do is write down a vision for what gets you from that rating to a 10. So, okay, I rated myself seven with work because I do enjoy my job, it's it's good, it pays the bills, Um, but actually, I don't think I'm fulfilling my purpose, I don't get up every single day and really enjoy it, Um, so why is that? Write down why, and then write down what takes you to attempt. So for example, it could be, actually, I've been in this job a couple of years, and I want a promotion. Okay, so write that down, this is what will get you to attempt. It could be, I like my job, but I want to work for myself. I have this great business idea in mind, okay? Write that down. What's the business idea? What does it feel like when you're doing it? What does it look like? What does your day-to-day activity look like? So be really clear in what that vision looks like. From there, I now want you to set a six-month, a one-year, and a three-year goal. So, for example, 
if you wanted to create your own business? It could be in six months time, I will be in a position where I am earning money from my side business alongside my main wage. In one year's time, I will be earning my sole income from my business, matching my current wage. In three years time, I will be earning double what I earn now solely from my business. So write that down. And as you're writing down these goals, let's use a little anagram to make sure they're really clear. So I like to use the SMART anagram, which stands for specific, measurable, achievable, realistic, and time. So when we're making that goal, make it really specific. So in one year's time, I want double my income. What does that look like? I currently earn 50K. In a year's time, I want to be earning 100K. It's not good enough to say in a year's time, I want to be earning more money. That's not specific. You want to be very clear. We then want it to be measurable. So how are you going to know when you've succeeded that goal? Well, actually, I know I've achieved it because I've gone from 50K and I now earn 100K. Done. Tick. We also want to make sure it's achievable. So can you physically achieve it? And, you know, if we're being honest, if you currently have no income and in six months time you want to be a multimillionaire, not impossible, but it's not very achievable. So make sure you make it achievable. Otherwise, um, you won't achieve it and you lose momentum and you won't get the, the benefit from that goal. So make it challenging, make sure it's achievable and also make sure it is realistic. Is it realistic within the physical world that you can get this? What we then want to do is put a time to it, okay? So if you're doing this today and you set a goal for a year's time, let's put a date on it, let's put a time on it. So on the 1st of February, 2022, I will have doubled my income. I will go from 50K to 100K by one o'clock on the 1st of February, 2021. Get down to that level of detail and that will then help your mind drive those steps for you and understand when it needs to be achieved by. So please carry out that exercise for each of those areas we discussed. So work, finances, relationships, physical health and mental health. So, once we've identified our goals, another really important step is understanding how to break them down into sizable chunks. Um, and one of the ways I do this is I consider how I can achieve stuff each month, each week, and each day. And what I would say is, one of the things that holds people back from achieving their goals is when something seems so big, they don't see a progression or an achievement against it. What that does is it creates a frustration, a negative energy, and starts to create a limiting belief that you will never achieve that goal. And by doing that, you're limiting yourself, you're removing that self-belief, and in turn, you make it far more harder to achieve, if not impossible. So breaking your goals down is an important step to get that regular 
um, achievement. So what I do is at the start of each month, I create a, a must, a should, and I could list for each of the large goals. So for each of those areas, work, finances, relationships, physical health, mental health, I create a must, should, and could. For example, uh, if I use a business example again, uh, it might be my three-year goal to triple my income. My yearly goal is to have doubled it, for example. Um, and my six-month goal is being in a position to have a client base to build it. So from that, I will take a must, a should, and a could for that month, uh, which, for example, could be, okay, well, this month I must double my social media following to get to a point of I can, I can grow my client base. I should reach out to 20 prospective new clients to work with to grow my business and give myself that platform. I could create a free offering that is a lead magnet to encourage more clients into my following. From this, then what I do is create a weekly to-do list for these goals. And within this weekly to-do list, what you want to consider is what gets you there to the end of the month. So for example, if your monthly goal is to double your, your following, it might be that your weekly goal could be, I need to do a social media post every single day that is that inspires people and motivates them to then add to my current following. So create that to-do list across all of those areas for the week. And you should have quite a lengthy list, um, hopefully. From there, each night before I go to bed, I'll write down five things to achieve next day, taken directly from that to-do list. So you can see here, you've taken that large goal, you've broken it down, and then you've got a weekly to-do list that you then take off and do five things every single day to achieve. End of each night, before you go to bed, review your five things that, that you've done that day. Tick them off if you've completed them. If you haven't completed them, don't worry. Sometimes life gets in the way. Um, move it into the next day. So you keep that momentum behind it. What I would say is be mindful not to set yourself unrealistic daily targets. What we're looking to do here is baby steps to get you to where you want to be. I'm a criminal for this. I quite often bite off far more than I can chew. Um, so one of the things I'm getting better at is setting myself those daily goals that are achievable to ensure that I get regular progression, but also that positive uplift, that dopamine effect every time I tick something off my list. Then at the end of each week, I hold a meeting with myself to review that weekly to-do list, tick off everything that's been completed. If something hasn't been completed, I move it into the next week. Or a review, actually, is it a priority? Can it drop off? And then repeat the process then for that week. And then when you get to the end of the month, hold a monthly meeting with yourself to then review against your must, should, and could goals and tick off what you've completed. And then reassess for the next month, again, repeating that exercise. So... That's, that's hopefully giving you some techniques um, to set goals, a better understanding of why you should set goals and also how to break them down into smaller chunks. What I would say is the 
daily task of doing your five goals for the next day. It's important to do it at night because what that does is your brain will automatically lock into those goals for the next day. And overnight, you'll be creating a plan to be able to achieve them subconsciously. So when you wake up, you're immediately taking action. To summarize, um, so visualizing your goals tricks your mind into thinking it has already happened. So when you when you think about a goal, you visualize it, your mind believes it's already happened and you get that feeling of achievement. Goal setting is proven to make you more successful. Hundreds of studies, if you don't believe me, Google it. It is proven to make most individuals far more successful than what they already are, particularly if you write your goals down. We also know the greater the goal, the greater their success. So the more you challenge yourself, the more likely you are to be successful and the greater the success you will have. And breaking your goals down helps you build consistency and momentum. So there we have it. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. I do really appreciate you taking the time and joining me. If you enjoyed this episode, please rate, comment and share. I can only grow this with your support. If you wanted to discuss anything from this episode with me, please feel free to connect with me on Instagram at Coots Jack, Facebook or LinkedIn at Jack Coots. The links are in the bio of the show. Thank you again. You are amazing. And I look forward to seeing you on the next episode.